0: Eat your heart out, Alexi! Look at this! In off the post! And it's off the post!
1: And it came off both posts and came out! Are you kidding? Unbelievable!
0: Welcome to our second episode of Off the Post. Brought to you unofficially this time by... Charlie's Barbecue Burnt Ends, <laughs> they apparently did not have the, uh, the brisket didn't come out to standard. So they had brisket burnt ends coming out their ears today, uh, which just sounds like my dream, my version of heaven.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one.
0: <laughs> so this one's also a little bit
1: more exciting, right? First, right? first off, the post was on a loss. Second one's on a blowout
0: to our to our side. Um, club jump- record four goals. Never before have we scored that many.
1: And it honestly could have been more, right? Yeah. For sure. Like that's what's crazy is this could have easily been five, six. I I'm not I don't want to say seven, but five or six easy. Um, there were some closer shots and, and they had a couple as well. But yes. there was maybe one I would say one actual save from Mangles that was a legitimate like save situation. I that I saw during the game. Now, maybe there was something that I didn't see uh, when they switched sides in the second half. In the first half, I think he had that that one dive that actually pulled out the Alex Mangles chant from the pack, and that's about it.
0: There was that. There was a clearance from Leo Falla. Uh, at one point on a cross that looked, you know, it looked pretty dangerous at that point. And I seem to remember a shot that they made in the second half that went wide. Um, the The perspective, it may have been a lot farther wide than I imagined, but I believe it did, um, it did cause Alex Mangels to try to dive and make sure that the net was covered. So that's, but that's three um, yeah. in that match. And, uh, and they've had, a lot, a lot tougher times defending than they did today, for
1: sure. Yeah. So I think we should mention that this game actually had a very different start to it. So they spent the first seven minutes of the game after the whistle blown to start the game to uh, bring light to uh, social injustices across the country. They specifically actually said that they made the decision to play the game and they didn't take it lightly. Uh, the decision was made not made by one person or by management. It was based on discussions among the entire team and the USL as a whole. And at the beginning of the match, they had their players take a symbolic seven-minute period to reflect on the social injustices across the country. And then after that period of time, the game started back up just like it would with any other out-of-bounds. And from there, you know, the Red Wolves get started really quickly. And so, let, let's get, just jump right off the bat. So, first goal happens on a set-piece corner. What, what's your reaction on that one?
0: So excited for Ricardo Zacharias, who has been working really hard, um, has been one that we've constantly brought up as not delivering. Um, you know, we, we weren't going to call him the, this year's Juan Mare because he actually was trying to score, but... He was, in a way, kind of this year's Yaya Sise, um, who came in that we thought was going to be uh, an amazing change of pace player. Quite get that finishing touch. Um, and he just, I mean, basically he just out-jumped everyone, got on the end of the ball, and uh, and put it in the back of the net. And so, congrats, and uh, really excited to see more yes. going. He definitely looked energized the rest of the match goal under his belt yeah I
1: would definitely say that you could see a different kind of jump in his step and 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 we went. I mean it didn't stop there like we go right from that and within 10 minutes 10-15 minutes we get our second goal and it's uh Marky Hernandez picking up the goals so yet again spreading it around not depending on just Greg Hurst however this one did have a bit of a Greg Hurst part to it because there was a really nice assist associated with it
0: Yeah, so it's great that Greg Hurst is still being involved in the attacking, but the scoring load is not 100% on his shoulders. And that sort of feeling of knowing that the other guys around me are going to finish their chances has got to give him some confidence and allow his game to open up because he doesn't have that pressure of, I've got to be perfect.
1: Yeah, exactly, 100%. I mean, it's just you're, you're feeling really good. You're looking at, hey, we're getting the opportunities that we've really gotten most games that, that, that we've had this year. We've had plenty of opportunities in the first half, and we talked about this multiple times over the last few podcasts. We have to start finishing them, and what happens? We start finishing them, and it becomes a much more settled second half because of it, but if we're not done with the first half yet, we still get another goal from Marky, but this one was classic, what you would expect a Marky Hernandez goal to look like because he just juked the shorts out of the keeper.
0: Can I say, sitting at the end that I was behind our goal at the time, I thought he was sweeping the ball towards the net and just completely shanked it. And so I was saying, oh, man, and then I saw the ball all of a sudden sliding into the far post. Like, he didn't just juke that goalkeeper. He juked this fat, overweight non-professional goalkeeper out of his shorts as well yeah,
1: and I, I went and re- re-watched it real quick before we did our recording here and he's a little bit further away from the goal than i even thought he was i was standing a little bit higher uh one of our friends for our neighborhood and there his son came to the game and they were sitting in the general mission area so i was sitting up next to him um and so he's at the very top of the general mission there, somewhat close to the goal so i had a little bit better angle to tell that it wasn't a It was to tell that was actually a juke happening, but when you look at the replay on on the the television broadcast, it's even more of a like, man, he made him look bad, Uh, and so that gives us that three nothing lead going into halftime. You got to feel pretty good about that, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's what we've been looking for all season, and when you're three nil up. Uh, The rest of the second half is either because New England wasn't pressing at all because they knew that a three goal deficit was going to be hard to overcome or, you know, the fact that when they attack, they open themselves so wide that it's going to be very easy to get opportunities on the counter. It just makes that second half a lot smoother. It's a lot less tense and you could see it. Everyone was a lot more composed. There was some really good possession passing, um, and they didn't necessarily call off the dogs. We had two or three opportunities down in front of our net uh, that kept the game going, and it was very exciting. And so one of
1: the cool things that was happening in this game was to the – if you're facing the the field, to the right of the supporters section, if uh, if you're looking at the stands, it would be to the left of the supporters section, was the Bryan College soccer team there to support – Jono Ricketts, as they kept calling him. Um,
0: uh, Ginaldo, uh, oh call Okay.
1: Yeah. So they were there as well. And there was a part in the second half uh, during a, yet another corner kick set piece where he gets a chance. And I thought he was going to put it in the back of the net. And honestly, it was a good save by the keep uh, to keep it out. But that, I think that would have taken the created the highest decimal level we've had. Uh, in the stadium up to that point, because those guys were great. They were bringing, you know, every time he touched the ball, they were cheering loud. It was, it was good to hear.
0: Yeah. Brought a, brought a great energy and atmosphere. Um, so we definitely appreciate them coming down and hope that they continue to do so. Um, you know, want to invite all the other covenant Lee, uh, UTC football team, all of you guys come on out. You know, uh, if you're of age, get some beers and, uh, and enjoy yourself. Yeah.
1: And so that brings us to our last – the last goal. Um, Really, the biggest takeaway from this, we're already up 3-0. It's late in the game. The game's really already sealed. But what made this so great was it was like watching myself play FIFA with my son on Rookie because Ricky Ruiz comes up the side (laughs) and just beats everybody and then forces the keep to him. And then just calmly passes it over to Stephen Beattie, who for the first time all season and really for over close to a year gets on the score sheet with just a simple basically pass into the back
0: of the net. So Jonah scores a lot of those goals against you when you uh, guys are playing. Yeah, um, yeah, it, you could see the excitement on Stephen Beatty's face. Um, And it was just great to see him to finally get himself on the score sheet after such a long layoff. Um, He's excited. He's energized. Uh, He got a good 30 minutes and was very involved, did a great job. One of the things that would be frustrating last year is a lot of times when uh, when the opposing team was passing around their defensive line trying to find a spot to probe was that there was such a lack of pressure. You could see Steven was really pushing to get those guys to go the direction he wanted. He was very active defensively and then got himself into the attack. Uh, So that was great to see, and I think it feeds the rest of the team. Um, Very exciting to see him continue to up his minutes. I think a, a good shout-out needs to go to Tanner Dietrich, who did a fantastic job playing a full 90 minutes in the midfield. Um, I think he made a very big difference. I think he did a great yeah, job.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I think that was – he he played really well. And I think, honestly, the the subs that
0: came in, obviously
1: uh, – and I, I misspoke over saying it was Ricky Ruiz. It was actually Ronaldo that, that came up and provided that pass to Stephen Beattie. So –
0: so ricky made some moves and got two defenders watching him on the ball so that roe could sneak past him on a on a very clever through ball um so ricky to roe who fought through to win the ball from a defender and then made the pass to steven the whole thing i mean it just like i need to i need to go take a cool shower now just talking about <laughs> it it was so amazing
1: yeah and the reason i wanted to print that out though was that both ronaldo uh, um and Ronaldo Pineda and Stephen Beattie were subs that came on. And I think they played really well, bringing a lot of energy. That was one of the things that we've called out that at the 70 minute mark, we kind of die. And you could see that the legs were still tired on a number of the players, but I think the right moves were made to bring in energy where we needed to keep control. Um, Really in all honesty, we didn't even do the classic take the ball to the corner, except for probably one time. And I think you even said, if it was either you or or another one of the fans was by me that it looked like the the other players wanted to take it to the corner.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was Jonathan Ricketts dribbling in and he went and made the move to the corner and I could hear two or three of the Red Wolves players go like, Ah, oh, because they were ready to make a run and score a fifth goal and they wanted him to cross it and so let's bad. be
1: honest it, we need some blowout wins because we were this brought us to three plus on the goal differential and and, and this is going to be that fight for second is more than likely going to be is could possibly come down to a tie in total points where that goal differential is going to matter and so i understand the logic Like, hey we're, let's keep it going let's get it up because right now we're Even with winning four nothing in this game, we're only three plus three in the goal differential right now, sitting at two, two and two. So it's important that when we play games and we lose, we don't get blown out. And then also when we have the opportunity, we got to keep putting on the back of the net because you never know what's going to happen at the end of the season. Let's expand that out. So I understand that logic in that. So
0: yeah, and definitely it, it can kind of build its own momentum as they go into this next game against uh, Fort Lauderdale Club de Football, the Baby Beckhams, um, to have that confidence. And that's a team that's dangerous. You're not going to be able to take the foot off the gas with them because they're going to be able to snipe a goal here and there. Um, well, so we'll talk about that. Well, and, and I,
1: yeah, last thing, I mean, honestly, if anything, the, the team we played today proves that you never really know what's going to happen in a league one game because they beat Greenville this week, one, nothing. So to, to, for us to come out and win four, zero, isn't just, well, they're the, they're the last team in the, in the standing. So it makes sense. Like, you know, the team that's, that's leading the, the, and pretty handily right now, leading the league lost. to.
0: Yeah, and uh and so yeah, it's it's hard to make blanket statements about anyone week to week. This this league top to bottom is a lot tighter than I think people give them credit. Um, but it may have actually played into our hands that they got a little they got a little uh upbeat on themselves because they were able to give Greenville its first loss of the season at home and then they had to take a trip and they had to come out and they had to play in the middle of the day. And uh hopefully that, that helped us out. So
1: Yep. All right, guys. Well, the uh, that's that's kind of it. That's your match reaction. Uh, thanks so much for once again listening to us talk about Red Bull soccer, especially this match reaction pot, uh, post-match rant, to, for lack of a better term. So off the post is in the books. You got anything else for us, Alex?
0: No, I'm excited to go watch them again, all four goals, over and, <laughs> over, and
1: over and over. All right, guys.
0: Have a good night. Bye.